welcome to the Inspiring Heights podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Kaiser, and I am delighted that you are here with us today. Our mission here at Inspiring Heights is to inspire you, our friends, to grow closer in your relationship with Jesus and to live inspired in your day-to-day life. We talk about all things faith, rhythmic living, and homemaking. Listen, we know you have a zillion podcasts that you could listen to, and we are honored that you chose to sit here with us today. With that, let's get right to it. I've been doing some reflecting in this season on leaning into hard conversations. I wonder if you, like me, have ever struggled with avoiding conflict, not speaking up and sharing your perspective, or letting conflict drive anger in your heart. Yeah, maybe? Then you've come to the right place. I really want to talk about three things today. Why we fight having hard conversations, why we need to have hard conversations, and some tips and tricks for leaning into those tough discussions. So just in case you missed it, we're going to talk about hard conversations today. (laughs) Before we get too far, I think we should define what we are covering. When I think hard conversations... I'm not limiting that thing to only serious, sit-down, confrontational discussions. I'm also referring to everyday conversations where we disagree with what someone is saying to us, but responding with our viewpoint feels challenging. Now that we've cleaned that up, let's start with our why behind leaning back instead of leaning in. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a boss, friend, a spouse saying some version of, we need to talk? Your heart rate picks up and your hands start sweating and your mind is racing about what's coming next. And sometimes what's next is ugly, right? Maybe we feel attacked or blindsided. Perhaps we feel misunderstood or unheard. And then other times it leads to true reconciliation, repentance and forgiveness in a deeper relationship with one another. But if we're honest, Sometimes it's a combination of both. We start out feeling the need to defend ourselves, and as the conversation progresses and both parties are open and honest and attentive to one another, the other side is beautiful. There's been quite a bit of research done that our brains are much more apt to remember and ponder negative events rather than positive ones. That's why practicing gratitude on a frequent basis can be a very helpful tool. Very well mind says, quote, as humans, we tend to remember traumatic experiences better than positive ones, recall insults better than praises, react more strongly to negative stimuli, think about negative things more frequently than positive ones, and respond more strongly to negative events than to equally positive ones, end quote. If we believe those things are true, this is a fairly straightforward explanation as to why we don't go running into confrontation or straight-up conflict. As humans, we know where conflict leads. And though we understand intellectually that there is a likelihood, and in a lot of situations, even a high probability of stronger relationships at the end, we see the yucky stuff at the beginning and we're like, yeah, no, thank you. Take that concept one step further, we are humans that seek and desire comfort. Think about it. We get in our car on a 100 degree day and we instantly want the air in the car to go from 110 to 65. 
We get done shopping at the grocery store and we immediately want an efficient and friendly cashier to check us out. Long lines? Gross. We're in a conversation with a friend in which we disagree with what they're saying. And what do we do? Change the subject. I like this person too much to spoil our coffee date on a difference of opinion. We do not like to be uncomfortable. And confrontation or conflict is, by definition, uncomfortable. So if it's so yucky, why should we lean into those moments? Well, this is where the Lord has been working on my heart. If you talk to any of my close friends, they would tell you that I can be a smidge stubborn and I definitely don't lack an opinion most of the time. But I also think they would tell you that I'm generally not quick to disagree or fight to prove my point with them. I hate the uncomfortableness just as much as the next person. And perhaps even more than uncomfortableness, I hate the idea of being perceived as short-sighted or obstinate. But here's what I've come to learn. All of those things are really driven by pride. I don't want to look like a dum-dum, therefore I'm leaning out. And here's the thing. There is literally so much good that comes from leaning in. We all have our own little worldview bubble. We have our own set of lenses that we see life through. And my lenses are not 100% the same as yours. And that's due to a whole slew of things. Knowledge on a particular subject matter may differ. The way we were raised wasn't the same. The things we have seen and experienced are maybe worlds apart. Our convictions don't match. And the list goes on and on. And when I think about conflict from that standpoint, I start to see it very differently. It changes from this negative kind of thing into a curiosity-driven idea. What can I learn from you who has a different perspective than me? What can I learn from the things that you have seen, experienced, read, and studied? See, pride convinces us that we know everything, And then our image is too important to compromise for a little different perspective or a little more knowledge. But when we lay our pride down, we are invited into abundance. Let me give you an example. Years ago, a company I was working for was a part of some legislation fighting for religious freedom for Christian adoption agencies to make decisions that were in line with their sincerely held religious beliefs. And I had never listened to a legislative session before where the subject was something I would have considered myself to be an expert in until this one. Not an expert as in like, I knew everything, but an expert as in based on years of my experience and training and education, I knew the laws, regulations, and best practices of adoption in my state. And while I was listening to the legislative session, I heard a lot of people talking about their opinions which were not based on facts, but rather were based on emotion. And I'll be honest, I was shocked. This is how laws are made. People's opinions. And I don't mean to get political by any stretch. That's not what we do here. But in that session, the politicians were unwilling to hear others' perspectives or viewpoints to the point of not actually voting based on fact, but rather based on ever-changing emotion. And this was my takeaway from that experience. I want to be a person who listens. 
I want to be a person who puts information on the table, not in an aggressive, like I'm going to convince you kind of way, but in a, can I come in and see what you see? And then, hey, do you want to come in and see what I see? I'm happy to share kind of way. This applies whether we're having a hard conversation with an employee or a boss about performance issues or whether we're disagreeing with a friend on an interpretation of scripture. If we stand ready and willing to learn and approach conflict from that posture, I believe we will continue to grow into healthier, more gracious, and well-rounded humans. Let's talk for a moment about when we actually just don't agree. Maybe all the information is on the table, and at the end of it, the reality is we don't align. That is okay. That is okay. See, so much of what holds us back from engaging in conflict is fear that we won't be able to convince the other person of our perspective. We don't need to convince them. When conflict is about learning and growing, we get to stop fighting to win. So how? How do we lean in? Well, here's one of the things about conflict. I don't think I've met a person yet who's master conflict. Myself is for sure included in that. And I believe that this is probably an area that we will continue to grow in until the Lord calls us home. That being said, there are a few things I've learned over the years that I feel like have helped me. One, pray about it. When you know that conflict is coming, like the sit down, we need to talk conversation, or you're in the moment and you disagree with what's being discussed in the conversation. God is present and he is with you. Ask for discernment and direction. Ask if this is a time to speak or a time to be quiet. God will guide you. Two, if you know that conflict is coming, practice what you want to say. I tell my staff this all the time as they prepare for hard conversations. And here's the crux of it. I don't give this advice or live by it because I want my speech to be rehearsed. I do it because I want to stay on target. So often conflict is riddled with emotion and emotion can take us off onto lots of little bunny trails. So if I know where I need to go, regardless of how the other person responds, I can be sure that I stay on the path of getting there. Number three, have some phrases or words prepared for how you offer your difference of opinion in a friendly conversation. This can be things like, I hear what you're saying. I see things a little bit differently. Do you mind if I share my perspective? Or thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. To add to that, blah, blah, blah. And this again is not to sound rehearsed, but sometimes in those moments we feel at a loss for words and what ends up coming out of our mouth can sound abrupt or sometimes it's just straight up rude. Having a few transition phrases in our conflict tool belt can help us to build our confidence for putting our perspective and ideas on the table. Number four, read the room. Let's be real. We have all been in situations where our opinions or perspectives aren't wanted. I am not suggesting that we kick down those walls and elbow our way to the table. Again, ask God to help you discern. Do I speak or do I stay quiet? Number five, pay attention to your emotions. Like we've talked about, emotions tend to go wild in conflict. If you find yourself getting defensive or angry or shutting down, 
pause and remind yourself to approach with curiosity and humility. Friends, conflict can be brutal sometimes. I've lived long enough to see the gross end of that stick. Yet so often we have so much to learn from others. And sometimes that happens the most when we're willing to approach conflict with curiosity. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Before we go, I want to take just a second to tell you what's been inspiring me this week. I've had a cold this week, which I'm sure you can tell by my nasally voice. (laughs) And I was saying to some of my team, like, yeah, I know my body does this when I've gone too long and too hard. And they all looked at me and they're like, you wouldn't say really. Yeah. (laughs) And I've been reflecting on that. There have been so many moments this week where I've been frustrated and disappointed uh, being homesick. I've had to cancel a lot of plans. I've had to move a lot of meetings around. And then I have zero energy to execute anything at home. But when I've paused and slowed down to think, God like literally designed my body to flip a switch when it's worn out so that I slow down and rest. And I'm like, man, that is, that is pretty cool. That is pretty darn cool. All right, friends, I would encourage you to stop and consider what's been inspiring you this week. Friends, thank you so much for listening in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're so inclined, we would love for you to leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps potential new listeners to get a feel for the show before they even hit play. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Inspiring Heights. If you haven't already, you can sign up for our newsletter, Inspiration from the Moment, by visiting our website, inspiringheights.org, and hovering over the contact us link. If you have friends that aren't yet subscribers, please share the podcast with them if you think it's something that would be helpful and inspiring to them. Okay, friends, until next time, take a deep breath and be inspired where your feet are. Bye for now.